creativity goes beyond a pencil and a paintbrush. Hello, creative people, and welcome to I Am Creative. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. So what are we doing here? We are really diving into this word creativity and what it means. In all of the conversations that I have had, nobody has ever defined creativity as drawing or painting. People have defined creativity as your soul's essence, that magic spark, how you show up in the world. What my true mission is, is to really expand this definition and allow people to be able to see themselves in it. Because when people see themselves in this definition, when they've never been told that they fit inside of it, they stand up straighter. They feel like they have something to offer the world and basically are happier humans. So these conversations are structured on three questions. One, how do you define creativity? Two, how do you incorporate it into your life? And three, why do you think that it's important? So let's just dive right in. So my inspiring guest for today is Catherine Toomey. She is a massage therapist and a qual and qualified in Reiki one and two. Pregnancy massage, crystal science, aromatherapy and reflexology. She has a certificate um, four in massage therapy and a diploma in remedial massage and is also commonly found in witches circles, workshops, and business enterprise, such an interesting combination, and currently completing an art therapy qualification. Wow. Oh my gosh, Catherine. Welcome to the space. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to have you here. So Okay, so let's just dive right in, and I would love to hear a fun fact about you. Oh my gosh, um, that's just so weird. I actually, a fun fact is I really love children's illustrations. I really love uh, Photoshop. <laughs> it's the complete opposite of everything else. Like I love my art. I love. Um, you know, even just using my body as a tool in acting and performance. But my, my, I really love teeny tiny things. Actually, I love teeny tiny things, like antique teeny tiny things. Yeah. Ooh. So you love like miniatures? Miniatures, love miniatures, yeah. And antique is kind of like the key to that or no? Antique is definitely the key to that, yes. <laughs> so cool because... The whole thing with the antique, it's it's like it has a history. It's had a life that's been passed down through many different hands, many generations. And, and I, I love the idea that, that because I, I really I'm a big technology uh, person. I really like being ahead and getting. And like I've got a little daughter as well, so she's always you know like how much the children just reinvent a whole different. Um, you know, headspace for, for a little, if there's like a show, then there's all the like, all the merchandise for the show that the little children all want. So having a little child, I get really engrossed in how interesting it is that every generation invents their own little world. And then they, that's what they have for the rest of their life. So whatever I had when I was little may in some way be passed down, but each little generation has their little thing that they're kind of going you know, really crazy about like for my one, it's roadblocks at the moment, which like I never had, I never had that. And then I know my older children who are like um, uh, 17 years older, because I have big gap between children. Um, they're like, just, 
their, you know, um, oh, he's, I'm just like Justin Timberlake, or, you know, like they're all like still doing the YouTube. They're like the YouTubers. Um, so I think what I take is that for, for me, when I was growing up, my favorite thing to get when I was a child was like a little thing to put on the shelf, like a little ornament. Um, and I wouldn't say that I collected them, but when I, um, I published my children's book or when I was in the creation process of my children's book, I got all my little ornaments that I still had. And then I mm. took photos of them and Photoshopped them into my book because I had this idea that having had like children, I just kind of thought down the road, I might, these ornaments are just going to maybe get lost. So I, I think I just, it was a fear in me or maybe a, uh, an idea that I could just repurpose them into something new in my life that I could then kind of share. And um, the my, with my book, um, it's like it's really good for people, for children on the spectrum as well, like for autistic children. I think it's been um, reviewed by um, uh, a director of, of, of an organisation for autistic children and, and she's recommended it as a book because um the pictures are just really vivid and really and they're they're kind of symbolic but in a really simple you know old not old lady I'm not old but you know like in an adult very adult sort of um process of being things that they're not going to find in there every day it's highly unlikely they would find these images so therefore they've got that little bit of um beauty within illustration I think an illustration is extra special if you get that feeling you might not see it somewhere else that's what makes it special mm. oh my gosh so much information in there thank you so much for sharing all those facts about yourself and I guess while we're here I'm going to ask you later anyway but since you did mention it your children's book what is the name of it my magic glitter boots mm -hmm. yep yeah. Um, and so it was inspired because I was at uh, like a esoteric festival that we have um, here in Australia. It goes all around the States. And I love this festival. I've always loved it. Um, and I bought this little pair of kind of sequenced boots from my little daughter who was like two. Um, and that they were just the kind of, they were the inspiration. Just that where do they go? What do they do? You know, yeah. Oh my gosh, so much richness. Okay, this is going to be a great conversation. So why don't we just dive right in and here's the official, official first question. Catherine, how do you define creativity? I think um, to be able to have nothing, so nothingness. <laughs> sounds wrong. It sounds wrong. <laughs> the ability to have nothing. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell me more. Well, I think I I spend a lot of time as a massage therapist, which is my, that's my job, um, talking about how massage makes you take those steps back into, you know, your, your, your life performance. You know, whatever you're doing in life, massage makes you, allows you to relax and stop and take stock of, where you're physically at helps you to relax. It helps you to kind of take those steps back. And then when you take those steps back, the the idea is that as well as all the physical, um, that you can see do, maybe doing something else. You can maybe squeeze a little bit more into what you're 
you would otherwise think, oh, I'm just too tired to do that or I've done enough. A lot of the, the vibe or the feeling is that, you know, oh, I've done enough. It's enough. And then I, I feel like with massage therapy um, and giving yourself that, the opportunity um, to include massage into your life, um, it, it gives you nothing. And so, but I find in my life when I have nothing, I get really creative and I like to do art. Mm. So that's, that's my, that's, that works for me. Um, because I think if I have nothing, I'll pick up a pencil, I'll pick up a, a you know, paintbrush and I'll, I'll imagine that I have time in front of me because the one thing you can't do with art is to be busy. You can't, you can't rush being creative. You just can't. Um, and so I feel like the two massage and art really tie in well together because you, yeah, you in massage, you, you give yourself more time. And then when you have that extra time, you can then use that as a, as a process where you pour yourself into creativity because you'll know, you'll know you won't feel busy. So just, yeah. I'm taking all this in, I think, because I love this definition. So creativity is the ability to have nothing. But what I'm also hearing from this, and correct me if if I'm wrong in this, is it's being present also. It's being quiet. It's being still. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But what you're saying too, if I understand, is... So creativity in it's taking creating something from nothing. So you're yeah. creating something it didn't exist. So yeah. whatever it was, it didn't exist before, and now it does. So yeah. does it have to be quiet in what you're saying? Oh no no no! Of course not! No no no! Because everybody has their own body, right? So everybody has their own definition of art as well. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm I'm sort of running the idea of art through massage because that's my yeah. my inspiration. I have I'm doing massage. I, I've been a massage therapist since um 2004, 2003. I started in 2002. Um, had my own business before, then my own part time business. So I've done massage therapy for a really long time. Um, but the arts has always just kind of been in the background. But now I'm studying art therapy um, and I, I'm i just at the tip. This is just me at the tip of the iceberg where I'm mixing what has been my personal experience um, onwards into a journey of being like professional and business experience. And, and I guess um, not trying but actually assuming from my own personal experience that they that these things do come together really well yes so just to reiterate what this podcast is all about is it's about expanding the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush so i love in in the connections that you're making in your world and your story between massage therapy between the books between your art between we all have all these different facets facets and aspects to ourselves and it's a matter of the joining together, the seeing the connections. When we're in flow, I feel like that's when we feel the most frustrated is when we're disjointed and we don't see the connection and we don't feel like we're, we, we have nothing and we're creating and it's worthwhile. And it's all of these 
if people just stop to realize that they're creating all the time and yeah. it, it is creating something that you it's not perfect nothing is perfect but it's yeah. the act of creating creating the conversations creating the um your business creating the um listening listening so you can create taking your imagination and your inspiration and then turning it into something it's just it's in our clothes it's in our hair it's in it's everything yeah yeah i was just i was going to say um to that um that one i find uh, is my thing is that art for me it manifests as a stage it's sort of like it's in front of me and i know you know how there are those people, not me, <laughs> that just have like a pad, uh, no, like a, a doodle pad, and they just do these incredible sketches, but it's just in their own little, they're just cross-legged or, you know, they're just in a floor situation. <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later and they have this incredible thing. And I think, oh, my God, like uh, my my vibe of being creative just went back five years like no not happening look at this look at what they're doing um and so I journey through the idea that in art I'm creating a stage for myself but, but and what that means is that I actually give myself permission to to not judge what I do so whatever ends up being um a painting mostly painting because I'm I'm mostly just doing painting and I'm mostly just doing art classes I'm not really I don't do very much by myself to be honest because I'm I'm a massage therapist mm -hmm. <laughs> so I kind of do kind of hide in that in that territory where it's a personal art is a personal thing and then I'm going to enjoy sort of teaching uh, to other people because like because I enjoy what we're talking about which is giving people permission to to just um to not judge what they're what they're um producing when they're in that creative space and they're presenting art as a project or as a as, as, a, as an assignment or however it comes up for them in personal space all those kinds of things um so so with my art, because it looks at me and it, and it is the stage, because I know that that's the only way I can, I'm not a, a really a doodler at all. Like I'm a doodler because in massage therapy, we also study a lot of psychology and all those sorts of things. So I don't want my psychology to come out the other side. <laughs> I'm just very, right. very wary of that, like wary in that childlike way again, because I'm just so fortunate to be kind of held back um with a lot of technology and things so if i get to do art it's back in back to me being old-fashioned and um like with all my you know stuff rather than it i don't want it to be a therapy i'm happy to teach it as a therapy but i don't want it to be a therapy for me which i know um art therapy right. i mean i know there is art used as therapy okay so you know what let's and again it's it's creativity is in every form of life so i like how you're referencing how it is in your own personal work but that as far as art goes but then also within you as a person and creativity within that aspect so if you could take us a little bit on a journey like what did you do like wherever you want to start and i know this is really broad um but even like before massage therapy, 
you've done so many different things. Like I look and see, and it's just kind of like massage therapist, author, actress, um, radio person, <laughs> radio announcer. Like there's so many aspects to you and how you express yourself. So take us on a little journey wherever you want on, on who you are and how you got to where you are now, please. All right. Um, Okay. Uh, well, I guess, look, um, I started out being a bit of a, a hippie and, um, you know, just kind of living in share houses and just um, like not kind of struggling, a bit of a school leaver. Um, you know, I'd left with a, a year 10, like I left school halfway through year 11 to be a radio announcer. My dad was a radio announcer, so I was kind of trying to follow in his footsteps a little bit. Um, and I, so I really didn't actually leave with that much education, to be honest. Um, and I, and the, the radio announcing thing was quite difficult. It was state to state. And I, I really wasn't old enough at like 17 to really, um, get a grasp of, of a work life or work ethic or anything. Um, so I, I went to a lot of these hippie festivals, um, and just kind of moused around not. Um, and eventually bumped into doing a massage course through doing Reiki. I did a Reiki course um, and I was al always sort of esoteric and always interested in crystals and, you know, just kind of rounding that um, area of, I used to, I used to read a lot of um, books about aliens and um, like this is 20 years ago, like channeling people, channeling um, and, you know, the, the Pleiades and the stars. I used to really enjoy learning about the constellations from books, um, the constellations and how, you know, the beings are coming from another planet and all this. And then mm -hmm. I think after about five years of that, I was like, what, what is this? Like, just throw all that away. Um, and so, and then I had my children and then I was just kind of like a homebody, but I had my massage um, qualification, but I, I, even though I, I had run a part-time business, but again, I really wasn't able to really take very much, um, seriously. Um, and look, and, I, and then I think once I had children, the idea of multitasking just became so much of what I think helps people get through, um, you know, people that are really expressing, really getting out there and, and doing much more than just their nine to five job, people that are really, tirelessly wanting to put energetics into the world um you know i think that takes a really a special a special type of person that is unforgiving about their education um and so then i i just did i worked as an accounts clerk for like five years or something like that or like customer service just did real i did that nine to five job but i was always studying acting so i studied my acting um I went to a lot of schools that had some really fantastic mentors and people like that. I always, I wanted my guest role on Neighbours um, and I had a lot of friends that went through that, that, you know, kind of spot, that role. Um, or, you know, like to do an ad or something. That was like my, that was all I wanted, which is kind of a little bit, um, a little not selfish, but a little bit, uh, a bit into me. But, you know, that was just my, it was my thing because to me it was selfless because it's TV, right? So it's right. Like, you know, it's like nothing. Um, and then they, I'd get paid. So, you know, like ev everyone's happy in, in that way. Um, and 
so yeah, I just a lot of a lot of acting, a lot of I did loads of um, alternative and student sort of films. So I do have like my little IMDb profile that just contains a lot of a lot of that work. Um, yeah. And you know, and I've, I I did get to go on quite a few shows, but normally it's as background, and then um, some theatre. Um, and some commercial work and stuff like that. Um, and so that took all, all of that time. And then I, I had my third daughter and then that kind of, I did a, I, I did a lot of traveling as well. So or a little bit of traveling. Um, and so then I thought I'll do a travel, uh, like a tourism travel um, qualification. I thought maybe that's what I can do. I'll go from accounting because for me, acting's always been in, in in the background. I think it is for a lot of people. I mean, yeah, you're going to be someone special as well if you're in, in full time acting. You know, you're going to be like, you know, those people. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I just to go from the accounting and the customer service. I thought I'll try and get in to travel and tourism. So that's what I did um but in completing that course I was then informed by a careers counsellor that that was the equivalent of year 12 and then something happened inside the actual chemistry of my body like this incredible I don't know how to explain it but it's like something that was not even in my brain just opened up the door and since then I've had all the doors just opening up and all these amazing experiences and I don't know whether I don't know why, um, because it didn't. I didn't feel like it bothered me, but it did. My career progression did bother me, and I didn't know what was stopping me. And then, in reality, sometimes there really is something stopping you. There's plenty of people trying to get um, somewhere in their career, and they just don't have that degree. They just don't have it. Somebody else has it, and that's you know like how many movies are there about that by the way <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's in movie land but it's good to actually get a conversation so that you know people so that so even for myself um I was lucky to want to keep processing from an education point of view which is just in my that's like my um what do you call it like my uh, what's that thing like astrology but it's not astrology and they just do the numbers yeah. numerology no I did actually I was very interested in numerology while I was doing my acting work um no I can't quite remember human design oh it. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so my human design is to be always just so focused on education so I'm fine with that so I'm lucky but because I did stay focused with education so I was able to just just shift that that thing that um just somehow changed how I was then to proceed um and I suppose even just guidance and uh like strength of 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 honesty because I just didn't know it doesn't occur like so many people do say and I'm not and I'm not here to say that's not true that you don't that you can just be whatever you want you don't need a degree and all of this um but I guess you know, in in the world of art, that could just well be true. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I think what you're talking to also, and thank you for all of that, because it's a big journey. And um, it's that sometimes we don't realize, what I heard from that is sometimes we don't realize these things that create these blocks. We don't think it's a big deal or we just don't make the connection. And then 
it sounds like when you kind of went full circle and then you get confirmation that this was you closing that door, which you never felt that you closed before, that chapter was closed, then you can be like, oh, I didn't even realize that that bothered me or that, you know, I had that goal and it didn't get done. So I think that happens for people in many aspects of life where you just, you just can close it and then you can breathe and then everything else just kind of flows in. Then you see all these other opportunities that you couldn't see before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I think because I'm very, um, I'm like esoteric or very, um, like like not effervescent, but like, I'm quite a, I, I very much read like the alchemist, you know, like 20 years ago, like it just, like I have so much guidance that's come through what the everybody's are kind of into, I guess not. I just feel like a little bit like I am always trying to be the popularist, but again, that's because I love history and the cool people in history are the, you know, the, um, the popularist. I mean, is that even the word? <laughs> We've made it a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I really love, you know, like in these, because I, I'm just a history, like my um thing, you know, is, is, is history in, in the background because I think I have it in my, my own life. I, 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 I always say this, but like, I didn't really have grandparents. I had one grandparent that we didn't have much contact with and, um, on the other side of my family, the, the, um, my grandparents had passed away in, in the war, basically. Um, so I, uh, or, you know, through, through issues just after the war, or, you know, like it just felt like there was so much war going on in my house. Um, mm. So I just feel like those, um, those, you know, time timelines of people that have been popularists in the past, um, you know, just really show up. For me to help me to be really amazing in this life with all the amazing technologies and everything that we have in this life to really really be strong in that because because they passed they're like my heroes so it doesn't matter if they were you know just working at the the local train station that doesn't matter to me they were the most incredible you know butastic just you know, strengthening people because they, you know, they had, they, they made me like without them, but there wouldn't be a me. Um, so I really believe that I think they give me my strength in art as well because of the, the luxury of being able to do that, to be able to just, you know, spend time, um, you know, making something in front of, with everything that we have, we then come to, kind of splashing something around in front of us that's going to give us a sense of worth and happiness and joy and exuberance and yeah I love that it's this personal expression um when we have a chance to actually express ourselves, and in the format of what you're talking about is it's I, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I'm just kind of talking. I'm just kind of riffing right now, but it's, it's, could you see it as a lot? I mean, sometimes it is a luxury. It's like, I actually yeah, get to 100%. express myself. And if I express myself in the many different ways, maybe it's through my voice, maybe it's through my business um, and being a salesperson and the words I use and all of this. Um, maybe it's within art of, 
having the materials and the medium and the time to be able to express. And it can feel like a luxury, but it's it's the appreciation of all of this. Because mm. as creatives, which everyone is, when we have that purpose, when we have that drive, we will use whatever is there. Yes. In yeah. order to make it happen. If the exact material is not there or the exact idea or concept or whatever, that's where we pivot and that's where we work with it. We make it happen if we're driven to make it from nothing to something. Yes, that's exactly, that is exactly spot on because not everybody's going to work through there. Like I think I work a lot through my heart chakra and like my, I want to kind of be giving in my art, but some people would work through their, you know, their um, throat chakra some people would work through their power through their sacral chakra some people like that you know actual people that are actually in their performance life being artists are most likely not working through their heart chakra because you know they have to get they have to get paid essentially it's 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 um you know i i see that i see um that line i think because I just I, I go to galleries I actually go and I res- I have so much respect for for art and artists and their creativity and I love seeing um how an artist can make a painting or their a painting and and then but the next paintings a little bit different but similar then the next one a little bit different but similar I love the way that they've been caressed into drawing their art for not just one Thing, which is quite different to to me with my art therapy it's quite a different thing um but I explore their willingness to be able to present their art in so many different ways and then it's kind of doubling and tripling and quadrupling and then it just becomes this beautiful um scenario where you can't actually buy everything like you just can't no one ever does no one goes oh i'll have the lot (laughs) so i think i really like that because it does require some control well i think also it's kind of like you made me think of uh so monet so if anybody knows monet the painter his time period that he was in was called impressionism so his work amongst many other artists in that time was about capturing moments. So what that just popped into my brain as you were talking, because he would often do the same, he would do a series of the same scene, but in different light, the light was different, but it would be a repetition of the same scene, but the light changes. And when the light changes, everything changes. It's then there are different shades and there are different colors and there's a different feeling. There's a different, everything changes. So it's kind of like these glimpses. Um, I I see, I like the comparison that, you know, our eyes are our cameras and these moments that we have are just their moments and it's going to change. So I just think it's when you get all philosophical about it, like and you become aware of it, like, it's pretty cool to kind of think, yeah, I just blinked my eyes and I just, here I am looking at you, I just blinked my eyes and then I turn my head and I blink my eyes. It's just kind of like capturing all of these 
these moments. And I think that that's the artistry of life is when you are aware of all of this and you can appreciate it. Yes. Having that gratitude, having that, um, you know, that magnificent feeling of feeling like you've, you've won through the pressure. And then at the end, there's that gratitude and that, that feeling of, of, of wealth of mind as well. So then here we're moving on to the second um, question, which is, so for you, Catherine, how do you incorporate, and you've mentioned a lot of things, but let's learn a little bit more, how you incorporate more uh, creativity into your own life for you. What else do you want to add to what you've said? Well, uh, I think, well, in my writing, I mean, I've just, I've, I've had, um, a book, Lunar Wisdom, which was published um, last year, which was just a beautiful um, book about the lunar cycles of the moon, which I really, really love. And before the whole COVID pandemic, I, I just kind of waved at the moon. I didn't really, I didn't have an understanding of study in any way. I was like, when I was a child, actually, I always used to get the little um, Capricorn, the little star sign things at the news agents. That would be my little, you know, grab if I was there and I could do that. Um, but I just didn't take it. I took it with all a grain of salt. But then during COVID, because it was just maybe I was crazy, I'm not sure. <laughs> but there was a lot, I spent a lot of time in workshops and things and um, personal development courses and and like on, online, on, on, on Zoom and on different um, platforms. Um, and just kind of came across or began to acknowledge um, some superhumans that are just doing a lot of, that do a lot of work um, towards the lunar cycles and um, working with them. And one of them is um, Yasmin Boland, actually, who's just really amazing. And she releases a diary every year that actually describes um, the, the new moon and the full moon and the days and the times that, that the moon's traveling through all the different star signs. Mm. Um, so I do find that is a really, um, kind of fun way for me to, to describe, um, my, um, like my, the things that I find that are creative because um, I get to see like how I'm actually journeying through the year from, from the very start and how things may or may not turn out. Um, and then I just think the actual moon in itself is, is always that representation. So even now, if I'm feeling a little off, I'll just check where the moon is. Um, and I think also to me, the moon is most definitely a form of beauty that we um, have now um, the the ability to see it in so many different ways. Um, you know, as opposed to 500 years ago when it was like this, <laughs> and now it's sort of you know we humans have been to the moon. Um, you know that the whole space thing is just a whole other thing that I equally find fascinating. Um, so I think I'm lucky like, while, while I do, while I do, I don't necessarily understand how I just find that is a form of art, um, for, for us to actually see, um, the amount of science that is poured into 
um, to space and, and all those discoveries. I just find that really incredible and really moving because it's, it's you know, like when we're only 100 years into that journey yeah. um, physically and physical not even um, – not even 50 years, like when was that 1970, my lifetime. So, <laughs> so they're up to me, you know, as far as I can work out um, in the form of space. And, I mean, when you think about 500 years without toilets, I mean, <laughs> it just blows my mind. Right? We're up into space. We're doing all that. Um, and that, and that's kind of, that's my quirky kind of how I process my own journey because, we're just so lucky. We're so lucky to have this learning. There's so much to learn. There's so much to to at least, um, you know, be content to understand. Hmm. Be content to understand. Wow. So I can't believe we're getting ready to wrap up. This is crazy. But um, before we get to the last and final question, I would love to hear, do you have a morning or evening routine? Look, I'm really, I really love my my affirmation cards at the moment. So I would most likely say if I'm I'm feeling it, which I normally am, um, I would choose how I'm feeling it. If I'm feeling moony, because I've got a few moon, um, like uh, moonology sort of oracle cards, and then I have I have a really good Akashic record records um, affirmation card deck, which I just love because. Mm. I don't really know too much about Akashic Records, but it's interesting how for me to just pull a card and look at the card, I feel like it gives me everything I know of, or need to know. Um, and I keep getting the same card with this particular deck. So, again, it's just so interesting how life pours into life. Like if you if you give life, I feel like you receive life. Yeah. Um, Is this in the morning yeah, but for you? I'm really a cup of tea. I just cup of tea, cup of coffee. I'm a bit of a, a coffee fiend, so I'm more like a cup of coffee. I'm I'm really sorry, but I probably just grab my phone and and, and see who who's online, you know, who, who to talk to. I'm such a communicator. I know this mm -hmm. interview has been so wonderful to talk to you because you've really made me feel comfortable enough to to just talk. And uh, I remember again. Um, in growing up my favorite thing to do was to wake up and tell my dad all about my dreams that I'd had that night and you know and he made me feel like it was just not a waste of time to have had those experiences and additionally not a waste of time to share those experiences with him mm. and then additionally not a waste of time for me to walk away and go like it doesn't it's gone now <laughs> I feel it's okay now it's, it's okay so I really have appreciated drawing on the conversations that I'm always um, being part of, but to be able to share them with you has been really nice because well, I'm we're really not done yet. <laughs> we're not done yet, but I appreciate all of this because the third and final question is, and I appreciate everything that you just said. Um, there's so much to think about in that, uh, but sounds repetitive, but it's not. Why do you think? creativity is important well I think it, it really is the moment when you don't judge someone else because in creativity uh, hopefully you're so busy in that moment in yourself doing your expression of the creativity 
um, that you you can't feel judgment and therefore you don't judge. Hmm. Hmm. Cannot feel judgment, so therefore you don't judge. You are so philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> I love this because just like even what you said before this is when you were talking to your dad, because it's interesting that you say that because I would sit with my father and have these conversations about space and and planets and all of this stuff. And it's the act of the permission to be able to say these things and say the weirdest things or whatever, or just sit down and talk about it and then just be, then move on. It's like, nobody thinks that you're weird or, or whatever. It, it's, that's like a blip in time where you're having these conversations and you're in the moment and you're aware and you're discussing things and then you move on. And I, I don't know. I just thought it was really beautiful the way that you said that. Um, yeah. I just think it's conversation is just a, uh, it's such a creative act. It is absolutely 100%. I mean, I think uh, that's my feeling because I, I enjoy communicating and it is it is such a different exp experience to in massage therapy, of course, where we're really quiet. And so I love, and then the art is the noise. The art is the, take this, you know, assumably. Maybe that's my personality as well. Like mm -hmm. I said, it's not everybody. Everybody isn't like that at all. Um but I, I don't, I can't be that other person. I have to be who I am. Right. And yeah, and I think, yeah, like I think my quiet journey is, like you say, philosophical and, and it is time-based and it is history-based and it is a lot of other things that like I think when I talk to other people, they're like, oh, no, that's that's weird. I'm not. That's that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing something else. <laughs> um, and that, but you know, like that's everybody has to do. I feel like you have to do what what is the inspiration for your own life. You can't listen to someone else, and you know, and you always have to be full. I try and be really full of everybody else's stuff and what they're doing and and being interested in in all the other things that people are doing and then I just have my little cup and I just keep it always full because then to me the least thing I'm drawn to is always just gonna like flip out it's it's always going to not be needed but I don't want to be feeling like it's not full for me we're going to close out in a minute but I do want to actually bring attention to when you said massage is quiet, I don't, I don't, I think in communicating, you don't have to talk. So That's right. I actually see massage. I feel massage as there's a lot of communicating going on because you're doing a lot of listening. That's right. I, I kind of lied, but <laughs> you're listening to a person like to just their body in general, because we're energetic beings. But then you can feel, I'm guessing, you can feel, I do energy work myself, but with actual massage, I'm not a massage therapist, you can feel like where one body is maybe saying something or needs something. And even though maybe it's feeling it here, but it's really stemming from here, like, and the person receiving it is kind of maybe making sounds or not, but there's a whole conversation going on. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And that's, uh, I mean, I would always say I would hope that 
in the future, you know, in 50 years or whatever, um, massage is incorporated into someone that's also receiving coaching or um, therapy in the form of counselling or people that are in those um, situations where they're maybe, you know, from from a psychologist's point of view, maybe from that point of view where people are like talking and talking about their problem, I would really hope in the future that there's an incorporation of some body work and some physical work in there so that that person gets to have a little bubble of of how they feel, but in that closed and um, trusting environment. Yeah. Because you know, I just I just feel like you can have a lot of talk and counselling, or um, you know, when when people are getting psychotherapy, or people are getting psychology, or people are getting coaching, or people are just getting talk talk from another person. I think you can get a lot of that's really good, but I think down down the road, that person still hasn't necessarily you know, and also in relationships and things, you know, people see. Um, for relationship counselling and things like that. I really would like to see. Did you, I mean, massage therapy is only like 30, 40, 50 years old. The association was only like the massage association is not even old in itself. So everything that we're doing right now is hopefully for the future um, and hopefully the more esoteric we can make it, the more people will not feel or people will feel like they can include it into their scheduling, into their diaries, um, because I just think it's, it, it offers so much benefit, especially for creativity. Mm. So, Catherine, can you please tell people how they can connect with you? Uh, yes, well, I'm in Australia. <laughs> so, again, thank you so much for having me because, like, it's going to really limit the idea of, of someone actually receiving massage from me. But I have a business in Bayside, Melbourne. Um, my Facebook is Catherine Toomey Massage, so you'll find me there. Um, my book, My Magic Glitter Boots, it's available on Amazon. Um, I have Lunar Wisdom, uh, Magnetic Abundance, and Return to the Mother World, which has just been released, all, um, again, available on Amazon. And they all give like a, a really good beefy chapter of a piece of my life, which I've just really enjoyed sharing because I really do love communicating and that is such um, a wonderful way to be able to do it in writing as well as art. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So before we say goodbye, is there anything that you feel top of mind or anything that you feel like you want to say that you forgot to say? Oh, no, you've been so lovely to talk to. I've just enjoyed every single second because it's really just, you know, like I know um, how wonderful it is just to meet somebody that has such similar energies. And and I think, no, I'm just so happy. Thank you for having me. Oh, Catherine, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I know you could be doing anything. And I so appreciate you being here with us. So thank you. I believe these conversations have always been important, but now I think that they are more important than ever. Please like, follow, share, spread the goodness because people really need to hear these messages in order to be able to see themselves in them, in order to be able to hear these people's stories, in order to be able to expand their thinking. It is so important to really understand that creativity is life. And everybody has creativity within them. To find out more about what we offer, go to IamCreativePhilly.com and you will see that there are services from 
publishing multi-author and solo books, kits, workshops, and retreats to creativity one-on-one coaching. So if you are ready to unleash your voice, break through your blocks, and confidently share your story, I cannot wait to help you birth your ideas into the world.